0: Welcome, to let, me tell you why Welcome you're wrong. to
1: let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong. Proof we can disagree. Proof that we
0: can disagree. No, 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 no. That's you're not wrong on so many levels. And still get along. And still get along. That's fair. You know, I think that Anybody is true. Right? I think you're right. That's true. That's true. I get it. I'm Greg Radcliffe. My name is Morgan. Alrighty. Here we go, indeed. Hello. Good day. Happy whatever day it is. <laughs> I don't know why. I think this is a little inside joke for myself only. Welcome, Thursday, everybody Friday. who's listening. Yeah, it's Thursday. I think it's Thursday. Um, welcome. Welcome to our show. This is Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, as we say every episode, we appreciate you joining. No, we don't say this every episode. What am I talking about? Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, we've got lots of episodes. If this is your first one, if you do like it, share it. Um, if you don't like it, still share it because maybe somebody else likes it. And who are you to deprive them of something they might enjoy? It just seems rude to me and um, don't be a selfish person.
1: I have something that I want to do that Greg doesn't know I want to do. Okay. Are you panicking right now, Greg?
0: No, but real quick, make sure, again, follow us Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and our podcast, the audio version, if you're just listening to the audio know you can watch us on YouTube, and if you just watch us on YouTube, just know you can take us with you through Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your audio podcasts. Go ahead.
1: Um, also, leave us comments, because we do read them, and I don't know if, Greg, yeah. you've seen our comments.
0: On YouTube?
1: No, on um, iTunes podcasts.
0: I didn't know we could.
1: I have a best friend, and their screen name is, I think it's Tequila Me. Okay. And it says
0: uh, the subject of their review is
1: Morgan is always right. So
0: well, she's clearly drunk. So
1: <laughs> so uh, tequila me. I don't know who you are, but uh, you should follow us on Instagram and so send in me all, a message. Yeah, because you and me. And are then all, you should come to your senses. maybe it's a guy. I don't know. Maybe it's a guy. But we're well. Best listen.
0: Uh, thank you for whoever's listening and who's providing comments. And Morgan does manage a lot of the. And she, I, I see it as well, but she's uh, kind of the. The wizard of our social media so all the cool stuff you see there is yeah. definitely uh really really cool there's a lot of so interesting stuff keep leaving
1: stuff. keep leaving comments about how right i am and how wrong greg is that's great i appreciate it
0: and i don't know how you see the comments oh, don't worry greg i'll send it to you okay you just have to help me i'm like a, i'm like a 65 year old guy sometimes or 65 year old man morgan you told me like, like hey be sure to share this on your story and i'm like i don't know how, how do I, I do that how do i <laughs> I have an Instagram account, but all I do is check in with the people that I like to, to like to follow. Like yeah. People are following me and I'm like, I haven't posted on that thing in probably four months. Um, not on our, let me tell you why yes, you're wrong. Personal. I'm talking my personal one. Yeah. So follow me personally, but I would say just follow. Follow. The let podcast. me tell you why you're wrong. Well, so that, is that what you wanted to do? That I, I just wanted to about? shout out
1: to Keila Me and say, hey, hey girl slash boy slash whatever you identify slash as. Slash
0: human individual.
1: Follow me. Follow us on Instagram because that's what I'm on most of the time That's and send jam.
0: us a dm sweet be and friends. then uh be sure to listen to all the episodes before you start forming yeah. opinions no oh, this is the whole point of our show is that we can disagree and still be. <laughs> that we can disagree and still be friends and still get along so that definitely is protesting that theory so appreciate it thank you so much in all fairness i'd like to be sarcastic but i appreciate it so Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's find out a little bit about some companies that actually don't know about us. Yeah. What do you say? I'll start okay. out today. So this yeah, is our not sponsored by. So our first company that has nothing to do with our success or failure mm-hmm. here is Denny's. Ooh. Well, we've, uh, we've all eaten at Denny's. Uh, they aren't sponsoring our show, but uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't recognize that Since 1953, Denny's has provided borderline nutritious meals and conveniently helped people realize that they've hit rock bottom. Denny's only up from here
1: you know it's amazing that they can do that that walk that line of borderline healthy and then
0: rock bottom you yeah. know well it's nice because you, you get you get you get you get quasi nutrition yep. and the nice thing is is while you're somewhat getting sustained uh you also go wow you realize i've hit rock bottom you know? I'm about
1: to DoorDash some Denny's right
0: now. It makes me want a Moons over my hand is so hard. <laughs> moons
1: <laughs> over my hand. I just think the cleverness behind that name deserves the right? award.
0: I actually, to be fair, I actually don't think I've ever ordered Moons over my hand. I don't think
1: I have either. But
0: but whenever. I have ordered a Grand Slam on many occasions.
1: Yeah, who hasn't?
0: It <laughs> <laughs> sounded very oddly patronizing. <laughs> yeah, who hasn't?
1: Um. Now, this next not sponsor is very near and dear to my heart. And if you have been listening, it's going to come as no surprise to you that I feel very strongly about the joy of Craft Easy Mac. It's important to note, though, that they are not sponsoring this show. But with that, I want to um, formally submit my plead. I'm begging. I'm pleading. Anyone that knows anyone that works for with, near, adjacent, next to, in front of, behind. If anybody has any connections over there at Craft, <laughs> let them know that we'd be a great show for them to support, and that you know this girl definitely needs some free Easy Mac.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so just help us out, and at the very least, do. at the very least, if you know anybody, if they don't want to support the show, can they just support our? Can habit I just get of some free Easy Mac, Easy mostly Mac mostly please? Come on. Yeah,
1: I did have Easy Mac for lunch, just so everyone. Did you really? What? I did.
0: I haven't had Easy Mac in probably a good two years, so that, that I would had say that's conservative for the both
1: of us. Yeah.
0: Well, cool. Well, thank you, uh, Denny's, and thank you, Craft Easy Mac. We appreciate uh, we thanks appreciate thanks you existing, nothing. and uh, we would even more appreciate it if you uh, helped us out. So that'd be great, I mean, and we would give you some yeah. good press. All right. All right. So, what are we getting into today? We're getting into parenting. Parents just don't understand.
1: They don't, do they?
0: No, having kids in today's connected world can be tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are, we are, because we have microphones and the technological wherewithal to post this online, we're experts. We are experts. Yeah. Of course. And we so both we're have gonna, kids. So if you so if you're listening and you're wondering how you should be a better parent or how you could be a better parent, you've come to the right place. Yes. Because our kids are normal. They don't have screaming fits 30 minutes before you sit down and do a podcast. And they don't <laughs> throw rocks. At random things, they don't do that. Mine don't. Uh,
1: How about your kids? Are they
0: good? Your kid? My kid? I didn't mean to say it like that. That sounded weird. I was like, "How are your kids?" I mean, your kid. You, no, but because you have you moron. You only had she's only woman enough one. to birth
1: one child. Um, he's great. I mean, I'm in love with him, and he can do no wrong. But I do I have, have some amazing stories.
0: Okay. Well, let's, we're going to get into some of the stories we'll about into. that. Yeah. But should we kick things off with kind of what we were talking about? I want let's to talk debate about a little bit. Well, let's talk about really quickly. Let's talk about some of the things that maybe have changed from yeah. when we were kids. Yep. And maybe some of you people listening, some of you folks that are listening thinking about how things have changed since we were kids versus now.
1: I think that number one, I remember I actually recently had this discussion with our mom. I said, remember in the summer, when you and dad would go to work and your three kids would be at home? All day. There was no cell phone. There was no watch that tracked where we were. There was no pager. So, like, how did you know we were okay? One summer, I had a bus pass.
0: I had it too, with you. you did too. We could literally go anywhere in the city that the <laughs> bus went.
1: Just... Show them a card. And we had no cell phone. Mm -mm. We had no pagers because I don't even think cell phones existed when we had the bus pass. And we would just ride around. And do you remember that one time there was that lady on the bus? Yes. I was having a mental breakdown.
0: Clearly not having a good day.
1: And uh, it was unclear whether or not she was on some sort of substance as well.
0: And And she was (laughs) speaking to somebody who we could not see.
1: No. And we were just, you know, I think we were like nine and ten maybe. Yeah. Just on the bus, cruising well, downtown. I, yeah,
0: well, we, we were in junior high, actually, I thought. I wasn't. You weren't? No. Maybe I was. Seventh or eighth grade, which isn't that old, though. Like, which is not that old. No.
1: I don't know, man.
0: But see, the thing, and I remember, too, summertime, where it was like, we had our chores in the morning, and we could we knew we could call my mom at work. hmm And we'd have to kind of tell her where we were going, right? So we'd right. call them at work and tell them where we're going, And, but I, I remember I could be like, I'm going to this friend's house and then that friend and I could go on our bikes wherever we wanted, wherever we wanted. Yeah. And I think we were kind of the better for it. I mean, we learn, you learn, like you fall down on your bike and you, and you cut the crap out of your leg, which happened to me a lot. You're like, okay, how do I deal with this? I have to now deal with this. I can't, I don't have a helicopter parent waiting there to scoop me up and take me to the primary care. I just have to kind of,
1: Hey, I feel attacked.
0: What? I wasn't
1: that I'm the helicopter parent that skips my kid up and takes I'm the same way
0: <laughs> we were at the thing last night we were at a friend's house and Scarlett was on the rock and I'm like like I'm like talking to people and I'm like like looking directly I'm like to the point where Cassandra's was like look she's she's probably not going to jump but if she does jump she's jumped from higher than that at school and I'm like I don't want her to jump and get hurt and I'm like sweetheart just be careful like you know what I mean mm-hmm And I'm not, I promise you that wasn't a tech Because I am that way a little bit Like I don't try to do it Because I'm not, I have like Well, what do you
1: think the difference is, though? Like, I mean, I know, I think I always go, oh, well, today's world is just so crazy Like, there's so much more, like There's so much more danger now that they could get into But like, in all actuality, do you think that there is?
0: No Uh, I think I do Do you think there is more danger? Kinda Well, I think so um, that's a good question because there's there's a part of me that kind of goes, okay, I think part of it might be just the fact that we can all see it. And so yeah. society has kind of created this world where we all have this in the back of our brains as parents, like, I can't just let my kid walk around the neighborhood because they could yeah. get abducted. Yeah. But then I also think we've been talking about it and it's in our, you know, because we're so connected, everybody can see it. But the weird thing about when things get publicized is it somewhat empowers the people who would do it. You know what I mean? Because the weird people who would abduct or molest kids used to feel weird about it. They used to feel like pieces of garbage, or at least they used to know that society didn't like them. Mm -hmm. But now there's like, they're seeing like, people all over the country are doing this. And maybe they can find a chat room where somebody else likes to molest kids.
1: Okay, so when you say empower, you mean like they can just like be creeps together and like find their tribe?
0: Well, or they just feel more emboldened because they feel like they're not going through this weird thing alone. Like if you were somebody that did some sort of depression. Well, I hope act, they don't
1: feel more emboldened. That's fucking terrifying.
0: Well, think about it though. Because if you're somebody who, when we were younger, even like before we were born, <laughs> <coughs> crazy yeah. segments of society were shunned. And they just, they kind of were like, well, I don't feel bad doing this because I still really want to do this bad thing. But I know that society doesn't like it. So I kind of have to do it. On in the secret. sly and secret.
1: Well, you still have to molest children on the sly.
0: <laughs> you can't go to an emporium and do it. I get it, but I'm saying like
1: there's not a target for that.
0: If the fear and trepidation, some of the some of the the suppression of that kind of stuff was was brought by you know society, there was no kind of outlet to kind of feel any kind of confidence in yourself to go do it until you start talking to somebody else who maybe so, does the same thing. Yeah,
1: I don't necessarily 100% agree with what you're saying, but I do think that them finding other people or finding um, like weird sites online mm-hmm. desensitizes them a little bit so that maybe right. their next act of violence or abduction is worse than it would have been, right? Because people get oh, worse the more they're exposed to things. Right. Um, so it's just, I don't know.
0: So to answer your question, I guess... I don't know if the, if the threats are more, but because I start thinking, and this is where my brain goes is I go, well, maybe not, but maybe so. And then I start thinking about the fact that there's these crazy people out there. Yeah. But also for me, I'm a little bit weird because it's like, I also don't
1: love it. i really stupid.
0: No, I love them. But I, I, <laughs> I want to let, I let my girls do a lot of mm-hmm. stuff though that, um, cause I want them to learn, but when it comes to like injuries and stuff like that, when they're really young, and maybe it's because it's girls and this is going to sound maybe sexist or misogynistic, but I don't, I feel like if they were boys, I might think differently. But at the same time, I just, maybe when it comes to like injuries, I just feel like sometimes I just don't want to be inconvenienced by going to the doctor, paying for the doctor visit and dealing with, you know, they have a broken arm. Now I got to get them stuff and get, you know what I mean? Put a, put a sandwich bag over their arm before I get a shout. I'm like, oh, all cool. this so I can let them what? Climb a tree? No. No, I'm not having 6 mm-hmm. weeks of me dealing with a sandwich bag over their arm and them crying about it being itchy and paying for the cash removal all because they want to they want to climb a tree. No, you can go without climbing a tree. We can go to a rock place. I can pay 10 dollars. You can go climb an actual rock with a an harness in. and be strapped in. So I don't have to so you can still learn the skill set of climbing and build the muscle strength or whatever exertion you want to do. And it doesn't involve you potentially falling out and landing on your back or on your arm and fracturing. I've
1: never um, thought about not wanting my son to get injured from a like a monetary standpoint, <laughs> but I definitely don't want him to get injured because I just care about his little precious body. Well, and, yeah, I
0: mean, I know kids, but know, I, I also know that kids are gonna get hurt, but sometimes I'm just like- Right. Oh, we're at a barbecue, please don't get hurt right now because I really like hanging out with these guys and I don't want to go home. Yeah. Does that, does that mean? Is that selfish? Uh, a bit? We've all been there, we'll though. we let the
1: listeners decide how about. <laughs>
0: yeah. But we've all been there. If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Where you're like, your kid is like, those. okay, those moments where you're like, we're going to go do, we're going to go to this place. Let's say it's like a water park. Let's say it's right. like, a, a, you know, amusement park. Okay. And you tell your kid, Listen. If you don't, you know, you you put some. They're, they're acting out in some way, whether it's right before they leave or the night before, and you're like, "Listen, if you don't do this, we're not going to go." Right. And then they do it, and you're like, "And then you don't want so do to go." Shit.
1: So I have done that, but not as it relates to injuries. Like I've done it with behavioral <laughs> things. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like where, if, okay, so if you're going to do X, Y, and Z again, then the consequences: we're leaving or we're not going. I've said we're not going to Audrey's or something like that, and then it's that moment of oh shit. Like, am I going to back this up? Because if we don't go to Audrey's, that means I'm not going to the family barbecue. I'm staying home too. So I did learn very quickly that the punishment for the child needs to be something that you will actually follow through
0: on. Oh, for sure. For sure.
1: Like you can't threaten, you can't, you can't have the punishment be something that you're unwilling to miss.
0: Yeah. Well, that's big for me too, because I'm a, yeah. I have taken, and I always tell the story, Cassandra remembers, and she doesn't like it, but there was one time I think I told Audrey, like, don't, you need to... F-
1: like it? Should you tell it?
0: Well, no, she doesn't. She, she just... You'll oh. hear it. It's not bad. Okay, Something to do with, like, there was, like, cereal or something like that. She didn't want to eat this, like, cereal or something like that, and there was some... Uh, I forget the whole reasoning behind it, because it was just, like, an impulse or anything. Something... I do stuff along these same lines all the time. Right. And I told her, I'm like, this is what you have for dinner, and you need to be grateful for it, and this, or this is what you have for breakfast, for cereal... You need to be grateful and stop complaining and finish your breakfast. and Then we can go and go on with our day. She kept like fussing about something, doing something. So I literally grabbed the bowl of cereal, looked at her and then like dumped it into the sink. Like do that dump where you like you tip it over and then you lift like your hand extra up. Dramatic, Like extra
1: dramatic. Yeah. You're, like, dying, and then like, I kind of shake it out and you're like, you?
0: I guess you're going to be hungry. You may leave the table. I didn't yell. I just was like, I guess you're going to be hungry. You may leave the table now, which obviously. And then did you involved.
1: ever feed her that day?
0: Yeah. We fed her the next meal for sure. She, I mean, we're not forcing intermittent fasting on her or anything like that. We're just listen. Like, gotta get you in shape. You need some. You need some autophagy to happen. Uh, no, we. Uh, it was just one of those things, and it was. But I do lots of stuff. Like we're gonna leave the store. We're gonna have to go home if you don't do this. And then they do it, and I'm like, you know, or if I tell Scarlett, she likes to bounce on a trampoline out back, and she does this scream where she like yells at right. Audrey because she's play like, the game. And I go, yeah. listen. There's a there's a little there's a little song I created. I go, listen. When Scarlett screams, she goes to her room. And she knows the song. And I go, and so I'll just call me walk out there. And, and she like, no, Danny, I don't want to get on the trampoline. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, sweetheart, how does the song go? She goes, I don't want to go to my room. I'm like, so, well, and I unzip flash it
1: and go, forward to like 10 years from now when Scarlett hates music. <laughs>
0: Well, she sings all the time. Well, I get what She's you're like, saying. There's some trigger. She's like, She's like eating her Oreos. <laughs> she gets her own trampoline in like, her house. Uh. She's like, guess who's jumping now, Dad?
1: Guess <laughs> who's jumping now, want. Dad? Boing, boing, boing. I'll She's show going. him.
0: <laughs> you know what it no. is, though? It's those things that you do that are seriously dramatic. I don't think those are the things that are going to stick with your kids and cause them to go to therapy. I think it's going to be like the little things, you know? I think it's going to be the little things. Um, and trying to predict them as a parent can drive you crazy. And so you just kind of, everything, every parent is just doing the best they can with what they've got. They
1: are doing the best they can. I think that we, and by we, I mean you, me, and our other brother, all parent very differently. Sure. <clears throat> but we all have very different children as well. Sure. I, so, I, I agree. Like, I, sometimes.
0: <clears throat> and trying to parent, if, and I'm the only one that has two kids. And Mm -hmm. I will tell you, trying to parent one the same way you parent the other one is something I've had to learn that is not something you can do. You can't because everybody's demeanor is different and certain kids will respond to different stuff. So like Mm -hmm. I can be in in different ages and everything like that too. So it's very, it's an easy trap to fall in, especially when you have two. And it was something I dealt with is that Audrey was a certain way, but she was a certain way because she was a different person for one. And two, she grew up being the only child for a very long time.
1: Mm-hmm. So the interactions
0: were different and then Scarlett came along and you know, it's different too. But mm-hmm. so what else do you think that's that? I mean, that that's that I think your description of what is different when we were kids versus now is probably one of the biggest ones that I call totally.
1: out
0: is that going outside and just playing. I also
1: think, yeah. And I think I also had two siblings growing up, which my child doesn't have any siblings, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more time that was, I spent just playing with myself and I think that's true for a lot of
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you just make that weird? No. Oh, I thought you had Did weird. I? I don't know. Okay, we're moving. Sometimes on. I
0: make faces in the camera because yeah, I, like, I can what? see myself on the screen. So I'm I like, mean,
1: like, I just didn't. Pl- I don't remember actively playing with, like, sitting on the floor, actively playing with mom and dad a lot. And I'm not yeah. by any means like scarred or like there's. But I think now there's so much more of an emphasis of like play with your kids, play with your kids. And I think I spend way more time playing. What like like one-on-one undivided attention with my kid than was ever done with me. And so I think that's different. Do you think that's different for you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think for sure. And again, to, to your point, cause I know that mom probably listens to this. I don't want that. I don't yeah. want there to be any. No, and
1: it's not nice. like a scarring thing. It wasn't. And I don't even think it was some, I think it was more of like a, it's something I noticed when I became a mom that there was like, I would see things online where it was like an emphasis of like, spend time with your kids, play with your kids. Like, and I don't know where that change happened or when they decided. And I'm not saying this in a negative way because I love being with my kid, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, like I- The
1: ability to self-entertain a little bit.
0: And I, I will tell you what I'm, cause I'm, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I actually force that self-reliance and self-entertainment on, and I believe very, very strongly that I say this to Cassandra actually all the time. I go, kids should be bored. There should be moments of boredom in their day because boredom was where creativity comes from. Um, so there are some times where like, uh, like, especially during like the summertime, you know, when Cassandra wasn't working and she was like, Audrey would be like, I, I'm bored. We'd be like, good, go find something to do. Yeah. And it'd be, now granted, we do play with the girls. We do fun things all the time. And I'm not saying you you guys do
1: a lot of family stuff.
0: We do. But there are moments of the day, like some days we have like lazy Saturdays where it's like, we, Cassandra and I want to watch a show that the girls can't really watch, you know, or shouldn't, we don't want to hang out. So we're like, listen, you girls... Go find some toys to play with, you know? Yeah. Or you, hey, you've been on your tablet for about an hour. Let's yeah. go. Um, you can play on it later potentially, but for mm-hmm. right now, or the nice thing is we have a backyard and we have a trampoline, and so we've kind of just been like, and we have a fenced in. So it's like we're like, okay, go outside and we leave the screen door open. Um, and we kind of go, Okay, we'll listen. And if there's any problems, you Scream. know, just just come to come get us. <laughs> trampoline is a net on it and all that kind of stuff. So that they're yeah, they're safe to some degree and but yeah. I get what you're saying, though, for sure. Like, I don't remember having a lot of... Um, <clears throat> so that kind of actually... That that segue is kind of into things with kids now, then, because a lot of us, some of us listening who have kids, I mentioned yeah. tablets. The fact that we're so connected. Yeah. And iPads, cell phones, internet, all that kind of stuff. What are your thoughts on all that kind of stuff?
1: Um, I think I like it, to be honest with you. I like that, like... um. I have a watch that he can wear and I can know exactly where he's at. I can call him. I can text him. Um, he does not have a cell phone yet. No, but I will tell you, there's a lot of people in his school that do and he has been asking for one. And I said, no, you're not getting you a cell phone yet. The cell phone thing weirds me out because what are you going to get him a flip phone?
0: Right. And at that point,
1: I'm certainly not getting my like eight year old an iPhone so they can access the internet no. without any
0: restrictions. No, I mean, they make phones for kids, but they're... Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm with you. I don't know what age we're going to get Audrey a cell phone. Well, yeah. I think the idea when we're going to get her a cell phone is we're going to get her a cell phone when she's in positions where she can be on her own someplace. Yeah, um, I don't think at the age where you're basically either at school or with us or with another parent
1: you don't has a, a cell phone.
0: phone, you don't need a cell phone.
1: Yeah. And I think that those watches, what are they called? Gizmos? The gizmo, yeah. Yeah. I mean, your kid Based can call... Yeah, that's that's all they need. They don't need a phone to like, the social media aspect of parenting does terrify me because I, this is going to date me, but there was no social media website until the I had graduated high school.
0: Yeah, me so too. So MySpace honestly. was invented
1: like the year after I graduated. So I went through all of high school and high school can be hard enough, but now there's social media and there's like Insta and then there's Finsta and then what? What's Finsta? Finsta is your friend Instagram. So most teenagers have an Instagram that their parents know about, and then they have a Finsta where they post stuff for friends, and it's like all the bad stuff they do.
0: Well, I don't like hearing that. Yeah, did not know that was a thing. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that sucks huge. So because <laughs> I don't. Well, <sighs> shit. So uh, well, I'd say what I I do remember the closest thing we had to social media we had AOL Instant Messenger. And I remember...
1: We did, and I remember being up all night and the summer's on AIM. All about that. Just like talking to whatever boy I had a crush on at the time.
0: Yeah, me too, except girl. Yeah. Not that it matters, or whoever. Yeah. Well, you know, because I think uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I, I'm with you on the cell phones. Um, I do I do often think because obviously with this, we're, we're in the sort of self-isolation. They are in Idaho. So they've kind of eased, they have started easing the restrictions now. Mm-hmm. Um, every two weeks, they're going to get looser and looser. Um, still relatively rigid right now, but not, you know, they're, they're definitely on the men. But anyways, um, our girls do spend, we have tablets, for, we have an iPad for us that Audrey's on a lot and, uh, we have a, an Amazon something or other for kids. Yeah that Scarlet plays on now. And I will tell you what, they uh, they do have a lot of screen time throughout the course of the day. I mean, if you talk about, I was looking this up actually, because I was thinking about this like, I don't, uh, The let me just go through the numbers here real quick, because we're talking about kids in a connected world and it's hard to parent, I think, under the guidelines that they've set through these these organizations. The World Health Organization, for example, says when it comes to screen time, kids two to four years old should have no more than an hour the american academy of pediatrics says two to five years old should be only an hour of high quality programming and then the american academy of pediatrics goes on to say anybody six and over they should have limited use and ensure the media does not interfere with sleep and physical activity um because i tell you what my kids will (laughs) <laughs> they go over an hour a day. Maybe not every day, but if yeah. you just spread it out over the week, I easy. would say
1: for sure. Especially now that they're out of school, yeah. And some of it isn't bad. So, like screen time, for instance, right now we're doing music class via Zoom. So we've got guitar and drum class happening over Zoom, and then we've got dance class happening over Zoom. I have friends that are doing karate class over Zoom. So right, right there, that's two hours in one day right there when, when those line up, you know what I mean? And then there's, um, Audrey and, uh, my son, they go back and forth on house party right. app and they love that. And they'll be on that for an hour sometimes, but sometimes for me, it's helpful because in the middle of the day, um, I need to do something for myself, whether that's like get groceries, sometimes I'm ordering on Instacart or sometimes I'm just working out while they're playing. Yeah. and i know you're working from home right and so um, house party is awesome because they can play pictionary and stuff with each other and they can right. see each other so yeah
0: yeah and i will say well i'm I, you know I, we we have very different parenting styles but there are some things i think and i think a lot of people who are listening to this can probably relate and hopefully you can and let me know let us know again you know yeah share with us somehow but i think people those the world health organization those numbers i just read are are very difficult. And I also don't think that they take into account the types of material that's out there. They did allude to it in that second one that says, you know, talking about making sure the media doesn't interfere with sleep and and, uh, yes. and physical activity. Because that's always been my rule of thumb is that one, I make sure that it doesn't change their, they still go out and move. So like yeah. just today before lunch for an hour and a half, we were out riding scooters and then they were out in the back playing yeah. uh jump on the trampoline. But before that they were, Scarlett was, watching a show on TV. She was watching like Paw Patrol, which is like the most innocuous show. And then Audrey was on whatever, some thing where she like plays real world type, I don't know, Roblox or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they've all been sort of, we watch what they play, we control the settings on them and all that kind of stuff. But I think the, uh, I was reading, I was doing some more research, I guess. The point I bring this up is because a lot of parents beat themselves up and I don't think they should, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I think they should give themselves some slack and realize that the American Academy of Pediatrics and the world health organization are a bunch of old pieces of garbage that, no, I'm just kidding. They just, they're not up to the times and they're going to give you the most stringent requirement because it's not really, you know what I mean? They're going to say the most controlled thing as their Mm -hmm. recommendation because most of the stuff that I found, the reasons they, they say those kinds of stuff is because the most of the issues are around one being sedentary and two snacking which then mm-hmm. leads to things like heart disease that uh, you know obesity and all that kind of stuff so it, uh, the, i don't
1: know the, if anybody's like have you ever watched my son watch a movie
0: no he doesn't sit still does he
1: no he's like doing cartwheels and somersaults and standing up and then he's right. jumping and then when they're dancing he's dancing so yeah,
0: yeah. Because so, so I think that the, I, I kind of was piecing this together to sort of say, I think the reason they're saying this is because they're trying to make sure that kids don't just sit around drinking Mountain Dew, snacking on yeah. Little Debbie's, watching, you know, videos on YouTube. If your kids, like the tablet that Scarlett has, and she's three, so she's probably on the screen way more than the American Academy of Pediatrics would like her to. But she's playing like math games, or she does yeah. ABC Mouse, and she plays that, mm-hmm. um, where she's doing like actual like coloring lines and learning about A hey, is for Apple, Yep. And she loves it. And she's not snacking. She'll have a sn- I might give her a snack during it, but it's like every once in a while I control the food that she's consuming. I could say I would be a problem later on when they're teenagers, but I guess the point of it all this is that I don't, I, I agree with you on cell phones. My screen time for the, my kids is way higher than normal. I do notice that sometimes when they're on the screen for a long time, their behavior starts changing, that like they start getting a little bit more fussy about stuff. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Now we're done we stopped And there are certain hours. shows that we have blocked at our house llama llama
1: um i don't know that we ever watched that one there's one i want to it's not called caillou dragon. no there's one about dragons or uh, and it, dragon tail i don't know it's like an it's like an anime style one and um, every time he would watch it he would get so feisty and so disrespectful and oh. I just, like, after a couple times, I was like, you're really disrespectful. After you watch that show, we're not going to watch it anymore.
0: We were like that with uh, Llama Llama, which is, I really? think, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer
1: Garner, yeah. I
0: know. And they try, but you know what? <coughs> they The Llama Llama character acts yeah. out like a three-year-old would act yeah. out or a five-year-old or whatever. And that's true. That's great. And there is a lesson but the kids don't pick up on that the lesson. Kids, the kids just see The kids oh, forgot
1: to see the lesson. The huh? kid's
0: doing exactly what I kind of want to do, so I'm just going to do it. And it, it's, yeah. it, it came to a head when there was one where they were trying to go to sleep and Llama Llama wouldn't go to sleep and then Scarlett started doing it. Like, okay, Llama Llama's broken. Doesn't work. I want to watch it. Doesn't work. See, I'm clicking the thing and you're not really pushing the button.
1: Did I just tell my kid, nope, your behavior was terrible after that, so you lost right. that, right?
0: So speaking of rights and... uh so as I mean, what do you think about the screen time? If you kind of you um, touched on yours.
1: I definitely tried. I, I still try to limit it, but I don't keep track.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I, I just kind of go off what I feel like. If I, There are some days since we've been home where we'll take we'll go to the park and then we'll take a walk and we'll jump on the trampoline and then we'll play basketball. And if he wants to watch a movie, then I'm like, fine, watch a movie. And then if after that he gets done and says, I want to get on house party, I'm like, okay. Because I feel like we've done enough physical activity for right. the day that I'm like, it's fine.
0: But, plus, and if it's kind of before bed too, it kind of helps wind him down a little uh-huh. bit, you know, versus like, hey. Yeah. You know, you play a nice quiet game on your tablet or something. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Plus, sometimes I'm like, I like what you said earlier, you're like, sometimes I just need to just fucking yeah. not deal Absolutely. with this. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And girls, especially just go like, play. Just go play.
1: When you know for work from working from home, like there was a couple weeks where I was working from home, and there you have to sometimes be like, "Here, take the tablet," and then shut your mouth. Yeah,
0: you get a text message.
1: I did. I'm good. Well, Um, uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about before I kind of we get into telling funny stories
0: is age appropriateness.
1: Yes. Is, yeah. What I, and uh, this is a real true question for me right now because I'm at that age where I think it's getting close to time.
0: Okay, so we're talking about, um, so we're going to get into the next thing. Let's just talk about, you know, as parents in today's day and age.
1: Yes. When is
0: it age appropriate to do certain things? And the first one we kind of talked about speaking on was having the talk.
1: The sex talk.
0: Okay. So I have, we have some experience with this. I will tell you first and foremost, because we have two girls I do not want to be there. I wasn't there for, cause we've already talked a little bit too. You've like,
1: talked to S- Audrey, Audrey, not
0: Scarlett. Scarlett won't. Um,
1: well, Scarlett's four.
0: And Cassandra and I really kind of, we, we both came, we both uh, found some resources and really, you know, went back and forth on when the right time would be. And we've actually kind of decided kind of on this framework. Now I don't know if the ages are exactly right. Um, Scarlett is, or Audrey rather is nine now. And I think it was probably about a year or two ago that, um, we had the, Cassandra had the first talk with how babies are made. Um, and she kept it very, very, I don't want to say medical, but was like, so Audrey, you know, cause Audrey was asking, she was asking (laughs) questions and one of the things we thought, we thought very strongly was that I wanted and I was adamant about this. I said, I don't want her to learn this from her friends in school. And I would love it if we had started the dialogue first and then she heard things at school. And part of our dialogue was like, Hey, don't talk about this with kids at school. And if you do hear stuff at school, come ask us, and we can clarify. Because then we're like the first one of the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can drive a little bit more more aggressively. <clears throat> totally. So, but the, so the talk that we had first was very like she was asking how her babies made. And so she said she described it. She said, you know, not in not your I mean, penthouse didn't... form. It was like, well, when a mommy and daddy love each other and they get married. You know, we kept it in those that framework. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there was a whole, you know. P in the V. Um, P and the, v. Put, he, the, the man puts his P in the woman's V. And that's, that then creates a baby that's, that is in the mommy's tummy and it comes out and it comes through her vagina and that's how it gets birthed. So the other... she saw medical, she saw like animal shows where like not giving birth animal shows, but like, yeah, they talk about, you know,
1: which I remember I was talking to um, a friend who grew up like on a farm. And this is going to be maybe an inappropriate story, but I, when I was young, I didn't know that girls had like baby holes for lack of lack of better term, like a separate one. Yeah. Like a separate one. And so I remember when mom had the talk with me and she told me, I was like, yeah, I don't have that. And she's like, no, you do. And I just imagined poor mom, like going through and I was like, no mom, I don't have it. Like, I don't have it. And I was so naive and she's like, no, you do. And I think like she was, I kept arguing with her and she's like, no, seriously, go in the bathroom and look in this mirror and you have one. And I remember like, I came out and I was like, mom, did that just get there right now? (laughs) And I was like, so confused as like girls having these different areas. And my friend who grew up on a farm, she's like, oh, I always knew that there was a separate hole. And she's like, but I saw cows and pigs and stuff being born ever since she was like four.
0: Right. So there was no And I was
1: like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. But I was just like, what happened to my body? <laughs> well, and I then oddly that- enough, the other day we were um on a walk and Crosby said something about how he he's decided he wants our cat who's a male to have a baby. Um we just wants the cat the male to have a baby. He wants our male cat to have a baby. Um and somehow we started talking about mom's being pregnant and he's like I said, yeah, the mom, it goes in the mom's belly. And he said something like, "Ooh, gross. And I was like, why is that gross? And he's like, because then the doctor has to cut you open. And I said, well, not all moms get cut open. Some moms push the baby out. And he goes, and then I was like, but not from the butthole.
0: <laughs> you had to clarify. Because a lot of kids do that. They say the baby yeah. gets pooped out. Yeah. They, they will say that all yeah. the time.
1: And he goes, can you stop talking about it, please?
0: <laughs> well, I think that it might be perhaps a conversation that Brian needs to have and you might have um, to force it. I don't
1: think that he will have it with Brian because he always, um, if ever there's anything he wants to talk about, he says, mommy, I just need to talk to you in private. And he wants okay. to talk to me alone.
0: Well then, yeah, then I mean, you guys obviously know the dynamic, but my my philosophy was like, in, when it comes to the talk, we kind of decided to do it in stages. And so the yeah. first the first one, we kept it very like, hey, you wanna know where babies come from? This is how it happens. Guy, girl, P in the V, whatever, whatever. We don't go into any kind of other scenarios or mm-hmm. nuanced love nonsense. We talk about married because they get love and they get married. We just kept it in a basic framework. I know that might upset people because there's different lifestyles out there. That's fine. Put a position however you want. But in well, our, and there's a my, time
1: and a place to
0: address all yes, of those. Because their brains, she can't really, but she, can, she knows what, what this is, what this is, and that, okay. And we actually were anticipating some questions and we kind of just got, okay, do you have any questions? No. But now she knows. So if she hears like somebody at school saying like, that is it. We told her, one, don't yeah. talk to other kids about it. Don't tell other kids about this. This is not something yeah. you talk about with other kids. And then two, if you hear something different, so now we've got to, We've created the baseline knowledge. And then our other, moving further, later on, we'll discuss things like, obviously right before puberty or when puberty starts coming becoming a, a thing, we talk about yeah. what's going to come up with hormones, et cetera. And then as she gets older, the dating age, the, then you can start getting into some nuanced stuff and teach them that you know, men are evil and they should be avoided at all costs.
1: What? And you never want to- no. Just
0: relax. <laughs> but we're gonna, you know, we'll. we'll uh, the goal is really, I mean, when it, that's that's how we viewed the the talk. And I'm lucked out because I told Cassandra, I'm like, like I will be there if you want me to have the conversation. But you you should probably, yeah, start it.
1: There's, um, this book that I have and it's called like the big book of boys or something. And it's, I just got it at target and, um, it just like goes through and talks about all the things that'll happen to kids. And it even talks about like, you should brush your teeth and here's why. So not all of it is like puberty and horror, but then it does kind of talk about like, and there's little like pictures that are totally appropriate. They're like cartoons and it talks about pubic hair. And it'll say like, when you're about this age range, this is what your, and then it just gets more and more and more. And Oh my gosh, that that's one chapter that talks about genitalia area. Mm -hmm. The rest is like, your voice will change. And here's why and you should, here's nutrition. And that is the one chapter that we cannot stop reading. And
0: (laughs) he he wants to keep reading it.
1: Oh my gosh. So many times. And then at one point he's like, mom, um, I kind of want to be alone for a little bit. And he goes into my bathroom, this isn't going anywhere, and he strips naked and I can see him. And he's looking in the mirror and looking at the book and like pulling his like, just like examining his own package in comparison to the book. And I was like, I was laughing so hard on the inside, but I just was like keeping a straight face. And this was when um, Brian wasn't even in town. And I'm like texting him. I'm like, oh my gosh, this, like, you know, like i a send you a video, but I think that's
0: illegal. <laughs> I,
1: I was like, this is hysterical. So he loves that book so much that I actually hit it because I got kind of, I don't know if that's bad, but I got sick of reading the chapter to him.
0: No, that happens all like, the time. Like he gets
1: it, you know, I'm like, you get it. And then the other day he was like, well, where's that book? And I'm like, oh, I'll find it. I know exactly where it is. but You
0: can I find just, it when you're ready to find it. Don't. Yeah. That's interesting. And boys are savages though, when it comes to pulling their dicks out, like,
1: Oh, they're, they're in the womb holding their peepees.
0: They're just, it's like, listen, if you can see yourself touching it, other people can see you touching it, bud. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember, I, but you know, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, they, they don't necessarily grow out of the urge. They just sort of develop better. You cognition. just learn
1: to control it. Yeah. Now. You learn, you, you learn, it. you
0: learn the ways more you take, you take a lot more poops with your phone. Um, that sounded gross. gross and sounded like, no, not well, like you're doing. I
1: am not, I am not, um, the type of mom that tells their kid that they can't do that. Like well, I no, always tell them not. that they can.
0: Yeah. Well, but I just tell them
1: it's private and it needs to be done like alone in your bedroom or it needs to be done alone in the bathroom.
0: See, and here's the deal. I have two girls and that's what Cassandra says too to the girls. She's like, cause I'll see, I'll be like, Hey, Scarlett's touching herself. Okay. Yeah. Tell, her, tell her it's not – she's okay to – she needs to go into her room and do that. And I'm like, she needs to just not do that. <laughs> I don't want her thinking about it. And, and in my head, I'm obviously this dad who I'm like, this is – this is, no, no, no. First of all, she's four. She's not doing it for I the reasons know. that you're thinking she's doing it. There's And I'm smart enough to go, okay, this initial reaction is yeah. like, no. And then and that my, I kind of work myself back and go, think of this logically, Craig. She is three years old. There's yeah. This is not – This is not some show that is, you know, this isn't some thing. It's just like, I'm curious. And I am like, okay, so I don't, I struggle with that though. I struggle with that big time because I'm just like, I'm like, uh, but at the same time, I'm, I, I sort of let Cassandra take the lead, but I also kind of logic, I logic my way into things and I kind of have to just go, okay. Yeah. My first reaction is going to be more parental and more emotional. And then the logical reasoning, you know,
1: I'll just be like, do you need some time alone with your penis?
0: Oh my god That would the <laughs> <laughs> lord know, Does he ever like, say yes
1: So the only time he's He just within the last year One time told me I was like babe Do you need some time alone With your penis And he was like Yeah The one time And he gets up Out of the room And walks into his room And shuts the door And I was like Like jaw dropped And I was like Well now what <laughs> Like <laughs> Do I just do I- wait like, do we talk about it after? But he came back out of his room, and like it was like thirty seconds. He just, he, just you know, he's, He just wanted to test the waters, I guess.
0: See what is, see what's going down. Well, that just sounds like the worst awkward thing in the world. But granted, he's what is he seven?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, and
1: I think he was actually six when this happened.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just a good thing that like a midwestern. Well, hey there, buddy. Do you need a little time there alone, with, time your penis, alone huh? with your
1: penis? Huh. His new thing is mom stopped talking about it. So now he's getting to the age where he doesn't want to talk to me about it anymore. And I used to be able to be like, oh, buddy, do you need some time alone with your penis? And he'd be like, he doesn't want me to call it a penis anymore either. We're hey, how many times it? do you think I can say penis on this podcast?
0: I don't know. We should keep a little ticker. Maybe <laughs> I'll put that in the editing. I'll be like,
1: Ding. <laughs> Just a little ticker. Morgan said Ding. penis 36 times. The
0: penis ometer. The penis-meter?
1: Penile? Can you make it look like, you know, the thermometer is kind of...
0: Penis shaped.
1: Or phallic shaped,
0: so. <laughs> you know what kind of foods are dick shaped? The best kinds. <laughs> I love that movie. So that's the talk, but let's talk about really quickly, age appropriateness for, uh, so that kind of, I, oh, I wrote down here, the key, build enough trust and connection that the kid feels okay to ask questions. And I think that's every parent's Yeah, control. and that's
1: always been my goal. Like, I don't ever want to lie to my kid.
0: No. Well, I'll lie to my kid. All the time. But uh, about this, about this, no.
1: I don't want to lie to him because I don't want, I want him to always know that I'm telling him the truth and I want him to come to me. So one time he did ask me how babies are made. And this was when he was like six or five. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll tell you later. Oh no. He asked me what periods were. That's a funny story.
0: Okay. Okay. You can tell tell it. Yeah. So
1: we were all, this was a while ago. We were all at, um, mom and dads and yeah christy was talking about how sawyer lost her tooth and she had lost it way before crosby and i said god she lost her tooth so early and then because i like to say appropriate things i said god she's gonna get her period when she's like 11
0: oh and then crosby said and
1: then crosby goes hey mom what's a period and like me mom and christy were all like uh
0: it's something that girls go through
1: and i said we'll, let's, uh, we'll talk about it later And he brought it up a couple times later and I was like, Oh, I'll tell you in a little bit. And I still haven't told him and he forgot.
0: Hmm. Well, I should, I should clarify that when I said I would, I lie to my kids, I, I lie when appropriate. Let's put it that way. And what I deem is appropriate might be different from somebody else.
1: What do you deem appropriate?
0: This kind of stuff. Like, I think we should be like, maybe it's more like lying by omission like there's some things that I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to engage in this conversation with you about this to tell you the absolute truth that I know about this. Because one, I I'm doing the math in my head of whether or not you can functionally understand or comprehend the facts that I'm going to tell you. So if I provide you information, so um, like when it comes to like this stuff, for example, when someone comes to the talk, we kind of, obviously Cassandra had the actual physical talk, but we were like, we're not going to go into the nuances and the extra stuff because what we, we presented it as facts at the moment, but there's a lot more to it, and so, but we're not right. even about to broach that subject. Um, let me think of other lies. No, I mean, a there's thing. the there's the simple ones like this is you know you wouldn't like this. This is spicy, um, and it's like pancakes that I that I want to eat, <laughs> like special like Kodiak pancakes. You know the protein pancakes, and I'm that's like rude. You know what is mine? I'm a
1: grown just up. Tell them no.
0: Say so these are mine. Yeah, sometimes it's easier just to tell a three year old that it's spicy. Oh well, my kid loves spicy, so. So I think maybe it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not awful lies. I'm not going to tell me like I'm lying to you about like like crucial world facts, but I'm just saying like yeah. I I there's a lot of information like there's there's just stuff like they'll ask me. There are there are a lot of times I guess. Let me just say this. There, and I can't think of a good example yet, but I know that there's times where Audrey, because she's nine and she's I think she's relatively smart, pretty smart. She'll and she's very curious though. Then she'll be like, what's that? And we'll literally just be like, you don't need to know. You yeah. You don't need to know. But I want to, you don't, you, you won't understand it. And maybe right. they could, but I don't like, I guess I'm just, when I, sometimes when I hear I never want to lie to my kids, I always envision in my head, I sort of jump to the idea that somebody goes, like they're full, like they're trying to be their kid's friend and not their parent. You know well, what
1: I Well, mean? I am trying to be both. Oh, Okay and I'm fine with it. Judge me as you will. But I have done that too, where he's asked me something and I'll say, you don't need to know it's a mommy and daddy thing. Um, and being an only child, a lot of times he will try to get involved in our conversations. Like if, oh, we're, sure. like, if we're talking about like adult things, like, Oh, should we buy this house? For, you know, just things that don't it concern him, like finances mortgage, stuff like you need that. To know. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, like, it's just not for you to know. And like a lot of times if I'm frustrated about something and I'm venting that to him and he overhears, or if I'm venting it to Brian and he overhears, um, he'll be like, well, what happened? What did it? And I'm like, honey, this is like, I don't feel like my kid needs to know every single thought that I've ever had. So like, yeah. if I'm venting to my husband because I'm frustrated about something, I'm not necessarily going to be like, yeah, come on in here. Let me tell you about like, you know?
0: Yeah. Right. So I get, okay, so I, I should have, so I I do, it's not like I
1: tell them everything, but I just, I'll just be like, it's not something that I'm willing to share with you. Like it's a mommy and daddy thing. It's not something that is for you to know.
0: Well, speaking of the talk then to kind of continue down this path. Yeah. So dating was on there. Mm, Dear Lord. So I, I wrote down 15, Mio, Mio. And you can probably chime in on this. I thought for the girls, 15 to 16 years old for one-on-one dates. That's obviously it's, it could be younger for group activities. Like, you know, I'm going to the mall with some friends. I, Do you think 15 or 16 is too young? Like a boy goes, no, I want to go guess, on a date.
1: I guess I was allowed to date when I was 16, not 15.
0: Cause when can you drive 16?
1: I could drive when I was 16.
0: Yeah. But, I figure, like, a guy should be able to take you somewhere. I mean, I guess if a, if a parent is going to take their son somewhere or daughter, whatever, and they want to take one of my girls with them on a date of sorts, yeah. that might be different, you know, because it's like a chaperone thing. Yeah. But I would need to know, I would need to, one, be very intricate and know who the parent is because I just want to make sure they're not weirdos. Right. But... I don't know. 15, 16. I I mean, I guess we kind of compromise it because in in my opinion, I'd be like, I would say not until like 17 or 18. Um,
1: I am just hoping that he doesn't ever want to date. Just at all. No, just till he's older. He's so sensitive.
0: Do you want him to, Oh my God. He's, is he,
1: (laughs) you know, he's sensitive. I do know that he's going to be the one that's like in love with the girl and she's going to like break his heart. And then he's going to be like, I've never
0: or she'll be like, or like, or he'll be in the friend zone for like 100 years and be like, but he's I washed so, her car. And like. And this is,
1: this is, I, he's so stinking cute though. Yeah. Like, and I know that that's like, I don't know if that's bad to say about your own kid, but he is just literally the cutest.
0: He's a pretty cute kid. He really And is.
1: I just think like if he continues down this cute, good looking track, he's going to have a lot of girls that are into him too.
0: Right. And just remember too, when guys, and guys when guys or girls hit puberty, especially guys, boys, they become monsters and they become totally different.
1: Mm-mm. Not mine, not my sweetheart, <laughs> not my, not my little baby, not my little baby. You know, what you remind me of when you when
0: you just just that little line when you're like, not my little sweetheart. It reminded me of the the lady from Community. What's her name? She- Shelley. I don't know. I don't watch that show. I tried to get into it. It was all right. Well, I think that, uh, I think that dating is going to be uh, an interesting thing. And my goal is to, I like to present and treat Cassandra in front of the girls the way that I would want them to set the standard for how their relationships will go in the future. Like okay, that's, so is, what? what do you,
1: I'm just thinking about the dynamic of my relationship and is Crosby going to be the me or the Brian in that when he gets older?
0: I just want, I just want them. I just want my girls to see that. And I'm not trying. Okay. And I, I need to say this really quickly. I'm not, I have nothing against any other kind of ways of life. This is what I know. And this is what my girls have seen. So this is probably where they're headed. But if they don't head this direction, then fine. I don't care. But I want them to see that the husband or the man who loves a woman, treats the woman with respect and they show affection. And I always tell the girls too, like my relationship with Cassandra is more important than the relationship I have. I mean, I don't say it like this. I don't say it's like more important than you, but like
1: that can be true in any, like, I mean, I think that you preface that by like trying not to offend people that are like maybe in homosexual relationships, but like the person that you're with, should have respect and love and that. That's a good point.
0: That's a good point. Because, yeah, you're right. Because it could be like if, if somebody has, like, say, two moms, that's great. And yeah. if they're showing an example. And that's where I think if they have the example that shows that two people as parents are coming together and they can show love and respect and how they handle problems, sometimes they fight and sometimes they get over it. Because we've actually had times where Cassandra and I have fought, like, in the car, and then we t- we've gotten kind of through it. And then we've made sure to talk to Audrey about it and said, like, listen, do you see that sometimes people can have disagreements and arguments, but they talk and they work it out and they come because they still love each other and they want it. And you see how mommy and daddy got over it. And then she's like, yeah, so we worked it out because we have respect, you know, mm-hmm. but you're right. That could happen in two moms, two dads, you know, any situation, mm-hmm. you're right. Any domestic situation. Mm-hmm. I agree. How about so- uh, we talked about driving. So driving is whenever, I think they should drive whenever they can. The second that they're able to drive, they should be able to drive. Like I'm gonna get them into driver's ed. I'll start it as soon as they can so they can get their license as soon as they can so they can get
1: the- I think it depends if I can keep my kid tethered to me by being his only source for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have- just kidding. Just- I'm just kidding. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> or not- am I? We thing- don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be Please just a little crazy, huh? Please don't leave me.
0: <laughs> Next episode, you could like halt hold- rocking him. I him on the podcast, as a side right? note,
1: this will come as no surprise to anybody listening. Uh, he has told me that he wants to move to Africa when he's older. So Why? That, that's what smothering your kid gets you. How much further could he get away from me? Africa? That's true. <laughs> I think I'm invited right now, but I think that'll change as time moves on.
0: Yeah. What about getting a job?
1: I think as soon as possible, I cannot wait for Crosby to start working at the course. Unpaid. Hey, you to work at the course?
0: Oh, I do he, because he family,
1: because he can eat, like, and it'll be him and Sawyer when they're, when they're old enough to go there after school and they'll get like stupid assignments, like cleaning the golf balls and stuff. Gotcha. And um, they'll have to work for it. So I think that, yes, that'll be fun for
0: yeah. me. True. But, well, um, I, I, uh, I am not most likely going to let my girls work at the golf course. Um,
1: well, it's not convenient for you for them to go there after school.
0: Well, and mostly because I don't want to, I feel like just the optics of that for my own sake, my own sanity is like, that's super like nothing, no judgment. I'm just going, okay. I don't want my girls to go. Oh, my first job was at, uh, my uncle's golf course where I, I like my first, what was our first jobs? Paper route. Freaking hard. Right? Getting up, throwing papers. You had one, right? You're
1: saying working at the golf course isn't hard?
0: No, it's not. Not if, you're the, not if it's your uncle's golf course and you're just sort of there cleaning golf balls. You what he's having into. him clean
1: carts and do a bunch of manual labor? It can be hard.
0: But Dave's kind of a pushover. No, I mean, is. honestly, if, if, if Crosby or Sawyer, or Sawyer were like, I can't do that, he'd be like, all right, it's okay. It's fine. You know, cause he's not gonna wanna upset you. So what he's kind of job do you want me. for your
1: kid? The first job?
0: Do you something want them to they just have like to apply for or something that have, that involves some work? like if mush? You do want them to just routes. be
1: like sled dogs
0: and then like? No, I know? want them to. I want that them to understand be. that t- they have to work hard. And I also am very, very big in society, and we've talked about this in other episodes. I'm very big on them, like getting the understanding of like having a kind of a crappy job and understanding that this is not where you necessarily want to stay.
1: Have you ever worked at the golf course? It's not a fun job. I've worked there. I think it is a crappy job, and.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. We're
1: disagreeing about the quality of work at the golf course, just FYI.
0: Well, it's fine. I th- no, I think there are tough jobs to do there. I'm just saying the optics of, of basically of, of, a, of a, an uncle the having optics. his-
1: optics, so you're hey, concerned my about uncle. how it looks?
0: No, I'm talking about like, I guess the perception that I have of it and the idea of what could be potentially formed is like, oh, my first job was with my uncle, my aunt and uncle at their golf course in the summertime. Be like, Oh, I
1: think that's precious though, that they get to be around family and just like, yeah,
0: but it's to awesome. me, that's
1: like such a beautiful memory. Like you got to spend your summers and your after schools with your, your family. Like we grew up <clears throat> all the way across the other side of the co- like, continent from our family. So I have like almost virtually no relationship with my cousins and my aunts and uncles. Yeah. To me, that's like sacred. I like that.
0: Okay. I guess I'm I giving, I'm
1: giving something to him that I wasn't able to have myself. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I guess I, I almost feel like part of me too, even if like if I, you know, if I had like an actual company that could employ people, I almost feel like part of me would be like, you can come work for me, but you have to go have a job working for somebody else first. Mm-hmm. Like you're like your I'm first talking job, about them
1: literally working when they're like nine. When oh, no, you like, can't go get a job when you're nine.
0: Oh, right. Cause it's but you can because it's, it's, it's like family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that I don't mind, I guess. I just think when they're old enough, to get an actual job job. I don't want it to be like, oh, Hey, yeah. I want well, them to go, go punch in some with some something. crappy boss yeah. who's dumber than they are. You
1: Although know. I got a job. Um, I had the paper out first and then I got a job, um, at 14.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, and I got sexually molested. So
0: Oh, geez.
1: I don't know that you want your kid to go work at fast food.
0: Well, if, if something happened, then I would, yeah, I would definitely go to jail. Hey, quick thing. Dad
1: didn't go to jail.
0: If Did he beat the crap out of the guy?
1: No, he didn't even get fired.
0: Well, hey, real quick, you know, with a paper out, because I think we had the same area manager for paper outs. Do you know when I worked at T Mobile, I eventually was the boss of a team? Yeah. And he was on my team, he was one of the people on my team, the area manager. He was the guy I used to have a paper out for when I was a kid.
1: That's funny. Did he
0: yeah. know it? He, he, somehow it came up in conversation. Eventually we talked about it. Cause I remember asking, I was talking to him, like when I first came on onto the team, I was kind of like introducing myself to everybody going around, you know, yeah. sort of doing one-on-ones, finding out how they like to be communicated, et cetera. And I asked him like, what did you do before this? He said, I worked for the Idaho Statesman for like 20 years as an, as an area manager. And I'm like, Oh really? That's interesting. I was like, my first job was a paper route. I was like, when I was, and we figured out the timing he's like, Oh yeah. I was like, I did. He was, he was the guy. And he kind of looked familiar a little bit, too. I don't ever remember meeting familiar.
1: the guy. The paper route was never in my name, though. Oh. The checks came to David because I was too young to have a paper route. Yeah.
0: Well, we used to do these things called sales things. Anyways, we would go out. We would get in this guy's van and drive to, like, other areas that didn't and find people Sorry, that did Sorry, what? Yeah. We would Mom get...
1: put you in some guy's van?
0: This is what it was a contest. So we could basically, we Alan! could go. But we would go out and we could earn money. So we would go door to door knocking on Mm -hmm. people's doors. We'd all like, we'd pull up into a neighborhood. We'd all scatter out of the van and go to different houses. And we'd knock and be like, hey, I'm with the Idaho Statesman. We'd say our spiel and try and get sales. They would have contests running and he would call in the sales, like the main office. And whoever won got certain prizes. Or if you, if you made X amount of sales, you got a prize right then and there. Yeah. But we were basically selling newspaper subscriptions.
1: That sounds um, terrifying.
0: Nah, I remember one time I knocked on a trailer And this guy came out Literally imagine like, like Hair cut like the guy from uh, uh, No Country for Old Men You know But like messier yeah. Had a cigarette hanging in his mouth Opened his door and he goes What do you want? And I'm like "I'm So he's in a trailer So he's like two steps up So I'm already this kid So I'm lower And I'm two steps down And it's one of those lightweight trailer doors Yeah He just whips it open He's like What do you want? And I'm like uh, My name's Greg I'm with you I don't want any And he slams the door And I was just like uh, I think I pooed my pants. He just was so aggressive.
1: This is what I'm saying. Is like I just wouldn't. I wouldn't send my son into that sort of environment. Sure,
0: that wouldn't happen anymore. Well, could you, no. Now they're trying to sell subscriptions. Oh, no, because you I of love him. <laughs> well, it's good for you to go through tough experiences. You figure you don't. You don't know how strong you are until you test it. Mm. Nothing grows unless it's unless it's facing resistance. Nothing gets stronger unless it faces external resistance. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's that for a poster, huh?
1: I don't like it
0: Do I sound like the rock right now? I'd tear it off the wall All right, so hey, listen Let's tell but, some quick stories we got, we got a few moments Do you have time? I know you got I have some
1: quick stories I do okay. have time
0: So, yes. and all of this being said We've talked about some of the stuff That we do as parents And how it's different And what we can do now That's sort of yeah. our philosophy We are experts, remember? Let's totally. talk about some parent stories that we've I actually
1: after. am self-proclaimed The best mom in the world
0: Clearly So maybe we can uh, Not some people can Parent helicopter. at all
1: um so here's some ways that we've really messed it up. Yeah. All right. So, this is actually one that just recently happened and I'm actually surprised that you don't know this. Um it was a couple weeks ago and mom and Sawyer and Audrey and Crosby were all on house party and they were playing Pictionary. And he's on my bed and I'm in my bathroom like getting ready doing something and I hear them all shouting things out, right? It's kind of loud and I heard something. And I kind of went, surely that isn't what I thought. And so I listen again and sure enough, my cute little sweet angel baby boy is shouting a fucking painter, a fucking painter <laughs> <laughs> at Sawyer because Sawyer, has,
0: they're playing digital. Sawyer, dictionary. Yes,
1: and it was like, he was saying painter and she wasn't hearing. And I said, what did you just say? And he jumped up off the bed and he turned house party off and he comes in the bathroom. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry, mommy. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. How hard so were you sorry. laughing? Well, I was laughing inside. And then I said, and this is, um, if you go back and listen to the episodes, the first couple of episodes, I swore all the time. And then this, whenever this happened, um, I sort of started to try to rein myself in because I had to kind of have a moment where I was like, no, this kid hears me say fuck all the time. Because fuck is one of my absolute favorite words. Oh,
0: do you, do you swear in front of him? Oh, all the time.
1: All the time. Oh, okay. And it was just one of those things where it was like, it was okay for mommy and not okay for you. So I've had to completely change that. I do not swear in front of him anymore. And now actually, um, because of that, I told him, I I was like, that is very serious. You cannot say those words. And I was like, and I know that you've heard mommy say those and mommy cannot say those words either. And so now he calls me out on it. Like the other day I said, um, I called our dog a dumbass, and he's like, you said a bad word. And I was like, oh, sorry. I can't say ass now.
0: Jeez. (laughs) that's like so, yeah, swearing light
1: little, i know like you can say that on like primetime television right
0: <laughs> they say that in the bible i mean geez
1: so yeah Well, that's pretty, that's, that's, you know what that reminds everybody.
0: me of that S- remember that snl thing with will ferrell and they were like over the weekend you stupid bitch <laughs> remember that where will ferrell's no. on that news thing it's chris farley because so chris Farley's like when did you meet him When did you see oh when did you see carol what did you see and he's like over the weekend Oh my gosh, that's so funny Hey when did you see him And finally Chris Farley's had enough He's like over the weekend you stupid bitch That's a good picture him one like, He's like a fucking painter He was um, And I
1: later I called mom and I was like Did you know he was saying fucking And she's like well I thought but I wasn't sure And I'm like and you just let it go She's the grandma she doesn't have to She's, she's the grandma the she's Yeah they leave the not do stuff bad us. stuff
0: She just tells She just reports <laughs> it back to her parents She's like a yeah. She's like the She's like the security guard Of the mall She doesn't yeah. actually intervene She just <laughs> observes and reports yeah. To the real parents. And then she
1: gives presents and candy And, and then she can go hand out Joma to everybody
0: yeah. yeah Well, that's funny I always say One one quick fail that I had Was when uh, Audrey was probably I think uh, Between the ages of one and two uh, I felt it was a good idea To put her just sitting on the counter And making pancakes in the morning mm. And uh, she just she just fell. I don't. I don't remember she what fell. happened. She just fell right onto the tile floor, and it like, oh no, like slap sound. It was the most god awful sound in the world. Um, and I was just like, uh, and then actually, the the fall and the slap it's not woke funny, Cassandra but kind of is- up. And I was like, oh man. But I picked her up, and she was like, it took a second. She started crying, but she wasn't like screaming. You know, along
1: like, those same lines of like endangering your child must be a dad thing because we recently got a trampoline. Mm -hmm. and um all of a sudden I heard Crosby crying and I he came inside and I was like what happened and he's like I fell out of the trampoline and I was like did your dad not zip you in because Brian was out there with him and Brian's like I didn't zip the the gate the net shut and I was like well what the hell do you think they invented it for there's a lot of net. I was actually like so mad at Brian that day what are the odds Brian knew it and he was like What are the odds he's going to slip through that
0: one spot though. I mean,
1: honestly, we we went and had him buy a lottery ticket later that day too. That's funny. I actually have one more funny story that I really need to tell.
0: Okay. Go for it.
1: I don't know if this is funny or just makes me look insane, but people that know me, you know, if you don't know me, then fuck it, whatever. But, um, this is one time Crosby was playing with a group of friends. I was picking him up and he was probably like four, maybe three probably three and uh, maybe even two, <laughs> right. but the, the kids in the circle were of various ages. And there was this older girl there and Crosby's back to me was to me. And I walked up and this girl goes, you don't get to play with us. You need to leave to Crosby. And I said, hi, Crosby. And all the kids turned and looked at me because nobody saw a parent coming. And you could tell that they were all like, "Uh Oh, and I turned to the girl and I said, don't ever talk to him again. and i didn't blink and i stared at her and then i was like bye and the rest of the kids like had big old saucer eyes and i remember telling brian this story and he's like you did not and i was like well she's not gonna fuck with my little boy anymore
0: and she was she was young too though right like varying age she was
1: probably like five six
0: she didn't fuck with it don't mess with mama bear that's so funny Well listen, I was gonna say one thing we talked about. I know there wasn't a lot that we super disagreed with. There's a couple little things here, but I I was We disagreed
1: that you only care about your kids
0: monetarily. Monetarily. And I don't like to be inconvenienced by my kids.
1: Yeah. Like how dare you. That's a lot
0: of my parenting comes from. Don't inconvenience me and I'm having fun right now, so don't fuck it up. Um and uh, no, but I tell my kids I love them a lot too. Just, you know, I try and you know. I try and hug and hug and, and and give them kisses and tell them I love them. I try to love the stripper out of them. Does that make sense? Ooh. Sorry, not, no offense to any strippers out there, but no father really wants their kid to become a stripper. It might be a lucrative position. It might be a very good way to make money. It might be a very empowering for women's movement. I'm a father. I have two little girls. I want to become strippers. But Have you ever been to a strip club? God, yeah.
1: Don't you think that's hypocritical? Nope. Every stripper has a dad.
0: Sure. I won't go to him now. Because I'm married and that's <sighs> icky. I went to a strip club with my current wife and her mother when we were dating. That's i've been to a strip club with brian
1: it was all right
0: i don't really like him i honestly because i'm a chatty guy too so like even if i get a private dance i'm like so are you going to school i, I remember i got a lap oh, I've dance i've heard of that school that sounds good and what are you asked
1: doing? at the end i was like brian is this what a lap dance is always like and he's like yeah and i was like it's not fun they're just like rubbing you
0: yeah and it's i was like, like hey, i'd like to be sexually heavy. frustrated for the next 40 minutes well yeah
1: i didn't I get sexually frustrated
0: no, I mean, like, but if you're a guy, you're like, "Hey, I'd like to be aroused and then forced to walk out into public." That just seems odd to me. It's like the like, way that's to like end our discussion about bit. children. You know? Just- <laughs> okay, sorry. Listen, that should we- be
1: the clip. Like today's topic is all about children, and the clip should be just jacking off a little bit in public.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like jacking off a little bit and then going penis, penis, penis,
1: penis, <laughs> penis, penis. penis. <laughs> that's gonna be the clip. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> on this parent- parenting episode. Penis, 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 penis. Okay, listen. Um, I was going to say, I was on a track though. The reason yes. I didn't, I don't think we disagree too much and I was going to pose this to you before we leave because I know you got to get going too. But mm-hmm. I think that one of the things maybe we can agree on this is that even when it comes to parenting, some of the best things you can do is do your thing and don't judge other people too harshly for 100%. what they're doing. I think as there's long a lot of
1: they call it, there's a lot of mommy shaming, but there's a lot of parental shaming as well. Like do what you feel is best. And if you're not doing what you feel is best for your child, then you're a fucking horrible parent. But if you're acting under the assumption that you think you are doing what is best for the well being of your child, then you're doing a great job.
0: Right. See, I, and I was going to say, there are a lot of things that you do that I would never do. And there's a lot of things that I do that you would never do. But I think, I know you are a great mom. You are going to raise a great kid because you love her. You love him. And it's going to be awesome. And the reason is, is because everybody does things differently. Mm -hmm. The goal is the same. The paths are different, but in the end, just different people. So that's why I guess I don't, there's not a lot of disagreements here, but hopefully that people will understand that as you go through this, know that we are parents too and we get it. And maybe you can relate to some of this stuff because they don't, you shouldn't argue. The biggest thing we should agree on is that you don't ever argue with another parent on their parenting style, unless it's God awful.
1: Unless it's abusive, like verbally, mentally, or physically, then- I think that, you know, most parents are probably doing the best they can. Right. right. There's some shit ones out there, but that's true for everything in life, you know? Right.
0: Yep. There's some crappy plumbers. Doesn't mean we don't need them. Hey, on hey. that note, I think we about wrap it up. I mean, I think we.
1: uh. Yeah, I think we're good. So I
0: hope so. Everybody listening, you should probably all be professional parents now, which is great. You should all be Everybody's rock getting, stars. Everybody's uh, getting. Yeah, for sure. No more snowflakes, okay? Stop building the snowflakes. I don't know where the snowflake factory is building all these baby's snowflake a kids.
1: Snowflake. You what? I think my baby's a snowflake.
0: I am convinced your baby's a snowflake, but that's okay. He's so
1: precious.
0: If he's if he's if he's, he's in so my family, dreamy. then I'm okay with it. I can if he's in like my extended family and we have some snowflakes, I can deal with it. It's the punk little kids that I don't know and I don't know their parents that I'm like, ah, that's annoying. Your kids will be Crosby's gonna be fine because Brian will level it out for sure when he's older. He's gonna latch on to Brian because he's gonna get into sports, and you'll be a part of that too because you're obviously definitely you know you bite your tongue. <laughs> He's my child. And Brian is my husband. This whole thing It's all mine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. On that note though, hey, um. I gotta. Anything else you want to I gotta
1: go pee.
0: Yeah, go go pee. Super. Alright. Thanks for watching everybody. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Leave us a comment, reach out to us, share it, like it, do all just that stuff. me, hit me up. Yes, please. We'll see you guys later. See you next week. Bye.